welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter, a visionary strategist, a highly driven entrepreneur, and a lover of adventures. I'm here to help you navigate the sea of business and life and show you the true freedom of being an uncharted entrepreneur. If you are ready to tap into bold courage and live the life you're called to create, join me on this journey. Let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hi, and welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter. And today we are continuing on with our grateful series. And as I mentioned in the podcast a couple of days ago, Today, we're going to talk about how to be grateful for the things that didn't happen in our lives and also perhaps the things that did happen that we wish didn't happen, the tragedies, the sad things, the bad things. And yes, yes, it is possible to be grateful in those times, those times that things didn't go the way we wanted to. And again, how to be grateful for the stuff that did happen that we really wished didn't happen. So let's jump into today's podcast. And as a reminder, we do have the grateful challenge going on. And I mentioned it in episode 27 of creating a grateful journal and jotting down one to five things you're grateful for every night before bed or first thing in the morning for 30 days straight. So if you're joining me on the grateful challenge, please reach out, let me know. I would love to hear how it's going and just know that there's other people doing this challenge alongside with me. I'll admit last night, I forgot to write down in my journal. So I did it first thing this morning. So it's okay if we're not perfect, but just let me know if you're doing the challenge. All right. So let's jump into today's episode. So have you ever wanted something so bad and yet it didn't happen? But then you realize later that that was the best thing as something better came along. You know, Garth Brooks sang about this years ago in a song of unanswered prayers as he sang, thank God for unanswered prayers when he ran into an old fling at a high school football game, you know, years later, and he's standing next to his perfect wife. So there's so many times we do thank God for unanswered prayers. And maybe it was the house that when you were looking to buy your first house, you found this house that was just going to be perfect for you. You could imagine your family in it. Or maybe it was the guy that you thought for sure you'd marry and live happily ever after with. Or that dream job or that promotion or the goals you didn't hit. And at the moment that you didn't get the house, you didn't marry that guy you didn't get the dream job, you didn't get the promotion, you didn't reach the goal, you thought it was the worst thing ever in your life. But then a better house came along, a much better match for you, your soulmate came along. You got a different job that ended up being better than the job you could imagine with a more raise and it better fit your personality. And you learned through not hitting the goal how to achieve better things, or you became more resilient. And even though it felt like the worst thing, God had a better plan for your life. And 
If you've ever experienced that, which I'm guessing if you're over, definitely over 30, something like that has already happened in your life. And probably for most of us, it has happened someplace, somewhere, somehow. And if you have ever experienced that, you know it's possible to be grateful for the things that almost happened. Because <laughs> now we know there's something better waiting. And in, today in our gratitude series, that's what we're going to chat about. How to be grateful for what didn't happen in our past. And again, even some things we wish didn't happen in our past. Which I don't know about you, but that's the hardest one of the two of being grateful for the things that we wish didn't happen, because usually those are the bad things, the sad things, the tragedies in our lives. Henry Nowen, a Dutch-born Catholic priest and author, wrote this about being grateful. He said, to be grateful for the good things that happen in our lives is easy, but to be grateful for all of our lives, the good as well as the bad, the moments of joy as well as the moments of sorrow, the successes as well as the failures, the rewards as well as the rejections, that requires hard spiritual work. Still, we are only grateful people when we can say thank you to all that has brought us to the present moment. As long as we keep dividing our lives between events and people we would like to remember and those we would rather forget, we cannot claim the fullness of our beings as a gift of God to be grateful for. Let's not be afraid to look at everything that has brought us to where we are now and trust that we will soon see in it the guiding hand of a loving God. I love that because I truly do believe that our past, if we allow it and we can have that grateful heart for it, good or bad, makes us who we are today. We wouldn't be who we are today if it wasn't for the things that didn't go right, as well as the things that did go right in our lives. And it's how we choose to look at our past that makes us who we are today. So let's dive a little deeper into being grateful for what didn't happen. And again, if you've experienced scenarios like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it becomes easier to understand this because we've been through that experience. So it's easy to say, wait, there's something better coming because we know that that's the way it works. Recently, my son was buying a house and him and his wife found a house that they thought would be perfect for him and his girls. And it just didn't, it didn't work out. But a few weeks, maybe a month later, they found the perfect house. And it was easy for my husband and I to remind them and say to them, don't worry, that wasn't the right house. The right house will come. Because we had lived through that. We'd been through that. When we were buying our house, we knew that there's going to be disappointments, but there's always something better. So the more we live through that, the more we can look at things and have that grateful heart when things don't work out the way we hope it was going to in that moment. So these are some things that as I was jotting down notes for the podcast of how I've been able to work through those moments and times when you're you're in the middle of the disappointment of something not working out the way you wanted it to. And when you're in the middle of it, yet yeah, we need to really work at being grateful. <laughs> it's easy to look later, right? It's easy to look back and say, well, yeah, now it's better. But when you're in the moment of it, it's kind of hard. So these are some things, and I hope they help you 
work through that. If you're living in the moment right now, if that disappointment of what's not happening in your life or what didn't happen that you hope had hoped by now it would. Number one, hold loosely to your ideas of what things, how things should be. So I'm a huge dreamer. I'm a visionary thinker. I'm always looking at the future. And I have my ideal life written down in a notebook that I look at almost daily. But here's the thing. I have it written out in a lot of detail, but I'm open for it to change. I'm open that there may be something better happen for it. And sometimes even write my goals out like that, that I will write, let's just say it's a monetary goal. I'd love to make you know, $100,000 this year or something better. Like always leave it open-ended and not put such a finite thing and this is what life should look like. It's good to dream. It's good to have goals. It's good to have that vision of what you want it to look like, but then be open for it to change because there may be something better. So look at those goals, visions, ideas as just a suggestion to the universe or to God that that's what should it should look like. Number two, trust that God has a plan and knows the path, the person, the job, the house that will be best for you. Really trust him. He knows he sees the big picture. We only see a small little piece of it. Number three, know that the disappointments in our life or the things that didn't happen, the goals we didn't reach, the promotion we didn't get, the job we didn't get, That all just makes us more resilient. It makes us more persistent. And I find it even helps us be more determined to hit the goals the next time around. So there's always something you can learn. I always feel like we're either learning or achieving. So you either achieve your goal and hit it or you learn something. So always look to see what can I learn in this situation? It's never a loss. In my mind, it's never a loss unless it's a football game then there's a winner and loser. But in life, (laughs) we're not losing. If you're growing, grow and learn something from that situation. And number four, be grateful for what you do have because we can't receive more if we aren't grateful for what we do have. I remember when my husband and I were looking to build or buy our dream home at the time we were living in a tiny house. And this is way before tiny houses were in vogue. We lived in a 980 square foot house with our three boys and a dog and a cat. It was crazy. But you know what? I love that house. And I took great pride in that house. And we took good care of that house. And we appreciated it, knowing that eventually we would have a bigger house. But I could have, we could have lived in that place and like, well, we don't even care. We're just here for temporary and not taking care of it. But I feel like we'd still be living in that house if that was our attitude. So make sure you appreciate what you do have while you're waiting for what you really want. So hold loosely to things, but be grateful for them. All right. So what about the concept of being grateful for the bad, the sad, the tragic things that happen in our lives? Like I said earlier, I feel like this is the one that's probably most important, but it's also so hard, right? How can we be grateful for the tragedies that happen in our lives? And sometimes it's just a matter of putting on, you know, the rose-colored glasses and 
It's how we look at things, our perspective on things. And when tragedy happens, we can choose to get bitter or we can choose to get better. And if you look back on even some things that have happened in the world or maybe things in your personal life or stories you've heard, how many times there's been good things that have come out of tragedy? You know, I think back to 9-11 and how right after 9-11, it brought our country together. And boy, oh boy, here we are on, you know, the day after the election of 2020. And there's been so much, our country is so divided right now. And there's so much hatred in there because we forgot about 9-11. We forgot about 9-11 where we came together right after that tragedy, that we are all one country, that we had pride in our country. We were all patriotic. Everybody was flying the American flag. And out of that tragedy came some really good stuff. We came you know, together as a country, which was beautiful and amazing. And then I think about when I, you know, I lost my mom to cancer and when she was only in her 50s. And that tragedy helped me have my passion that I have today for living life to the fullest today and not waiting until someday and keeping my priorities in order. It was out of that tragedy that I really embraced that way of living. And I I really understand that we are not promised tomorrow and we can't put off things that are really important to us until tomorrow or someday or until we retire because we don't know if that's ever going to happen. So live life to the fullest today. I've seen so many women that I know that battled their cancer and won. And then they came back to have inspiring stories, inspiring philanthropies, working with cancer survivors. So it created a whole career because of their battle. And I think we've all read the books, watched the movies, and been inspired by remarkable stories of people who have, you know, become or done amazing things after like major tragedies in their lives. And if you struggle with being able to do that, maybe just start there. Start by reading the story, you know, reading the books, watching the movies, and gain that inspiration from other people of how they've moved from tragedy to, you know, overcoming that. And even right now, in the middle of this pandemic that we are in, that so many of us, myself included, have chosen to start new businesses, had career changes pivoted in their own lives in so many different wonderful ways and or it's caused so many people to slow down. I hear from so many people I talk to that they felt like they were on this rush, rush, rush going from here to there and not really, they knew they were not living a healthy, balanced life. And because of the pandemic, it has forced them to slow down. It has forced them to get their priorities straight. It has forced them to take the time to do what's really important in their lives. So, so much good when we look for it can happen out of the negative stuff. So it's not that we want bad things or tragedies to happen, but they're going to happen. Like that's just part of life. And it's what we choose to do in those moments or after those moments that matter. So maybe you're thinking like, okay, that makes sense. And I want to be that person that overcomes. And I want to be that person that moves through this. But I just don't know. Maybe you're in the middle of pain. 
Maybe you're still feeling a suffering. Maybe you're just still angry of something and you want that grateful heart, but you're just like, I just, I, I don't know how to move through that. So these are some things that I've used in my own life or that I've seen others use to kind of move from that tragedy and sadness and anger and all those emotions to be grateful and have that attitude of gratitude on the other side. And I am no means a psychologist, but these are things, again, that I just know have helped me and others that I know in my life. Number one is have grace with yourself and move at your own pace. We all deal with tragedies in different ways. And what works for me may not work for you. Some people can go through a grieving process in six weeks. Others, it takes them six years. So have grace and know it's your pace. But know that you're moving in the direction to work through it. Don't stay stuck. That's the important thing. Don't stay stuck in your grief and anger and that tragedy moment. Number two, as I mentioned in the bonus episode number 27, podcast on gratitude, shift your perspective. Start looking for the silver lining in the cloud. It's really whatever we choose to focus on, that's what we're going to find. So if you look for the silver lining, you'll find it. Number three, and actually one more thought on that, like sometimes you really have to look and I'm picturing right now this image. I don't know about you women out there who are married, but my husband, I, and he knows I say this, we joke about this all the time, that if he's looking for something and it doesn't jump out and say, here I am, he can't find it. Maybe he's looking for, you know, the bottle of ketchup in the refrigerator. And if he has to move something, he can't see it. It's there behind the bottle of milk, but he doesn't see it because he doesn't move the milk. He like opens the refrigerator. I don't see it. Where's the ketchup? We must be out of ketchup. It's like, I walk in there, move the bottle of milk. There's the ketchup. So sometimes you have to move some things around in order to find the positive, in order to find that. So be willing to dig a little deeper if you have to, to find that silver lining. Okay, move the bottle of milk, okay? Number three, spend time thinking about what you can learn or take away from the situation. Again, It takes time to do this journal about it and really think about what is the lesson here? What can I get out of this situation? What am I going to use to make my life better as I move forward? Ask yourself those questions and spend time thinking about it, praying about it, journaling about it. Number four, ooh, this one's hard for so many people, forgive if needed. And sometimes forgiveness, if you need to forgive someone, something, God, whatever, for a situation. The forgiveness isn't always for them. Most of the time it's for us. Because once we can forgive, it takes that that weight off of us. It frees up that space in our lives if we're holding on to this anger. So if you need to forgive somebody, do it for you, not for them. Your life will be better because you did it. Their life is going to be better as well. And honestly, you don't even need to let them know if you don't want to. I mean, if you can, that's like, wow, really good. And so freeing and so therapeutic if you can. If there's somebody you need to forgive because of a past hurt, write them a letter. Then you can choose. Do I want to mail the letter to them? Or do I want to just tuck it away? But 
You will feel better when you do that. So forgive if needed. Number five, serve others. Oh, this one's huge. And it's just like after, you know, 9-11 and so many people wanted to serve, whether they joined the military or they supported the military or they just, you know, helped the firefighters. They did things to serve others. And I don't know about you, but that's how I get through grief. That's how I work through things. I have to turn my focus on serving others. When my mom passed away, one of the things that helped me get through that was volunteering for hospice. It wasn't a place I knew it wasn't for me to stay forever, but it was a place I needed to work and give back because hospice was so valuable to us when my mom was um, ill. So I gave back. So where can you serve to help somebody else? And when we can take the focus off of us and onto somebody else, oh, that's so, so helpful. Number six, share your story as a victor, not the victim. And that is your choice. It's your choice how you want to come out of this. Are you going to choose to be the victor and not the victim? And yes, you have a choice. Number seven, let the situation change you for the better. So again, kind of goes back to all of what I just mentioned. Just choosing that and finding the good in the situation will totally change your perspective. And when you can learn to do all those things and whatever else helps you, you can really turn those sad things, bad things, tragedies into having that life of gratitude where you can say, you know, I'm sad that happened to me, but I'm also grateful because I learned this lesson in the process. And that's the whole thing of learning. Or it could be that, you know, I'm sad I had to go through that. It wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy it, but it made me who I am today. It made me stronger. It made me happier. It made me get my life and my perspective better and what's important in my life. So look for those things. And that's how you can find gratitude for the things that didn't happen and the things that did happen in your life. So I'd love to hear your story. How have you moved past the good, the bad in your life? And how has things in your past made you the awesome, amazing woman you are today? And I know you're awesome and amazing because you're listening to this. (laughs) And that tells me that you want more in your life, that you want to become a better person because you're, you're plugging into something. Hopefully that inspires you. That's my goal is that this brings inspiration. It causes you to think deeper. It causes you to just to become better. And I'm going to close things up here with a beautiful quote from one of my favorites, Dr. Seuss. And he says, life's too short to wake up with regrets. So love the people who treat you right. Forgive the ones who don't and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said it'd be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. So it is worth it. And it's so worth it when you start looking at life with the attitude of gratitude. So again, reach out to me. Shoot me that email at sherrymiterco at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram, just Sherry Miter. Facebook, Sherry Miter. <laughs> Send me a message. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear how you've overcome things. Or if you're struggling, if you're like, oh, I want to do this, Sherry, but I'm just, I'm struggling right now. Reach out to me and we can just chat, you know, 
just chat as girlfriends. And also, don't forget, if you're taking the grateful challenge with me, let me know. Let's cheer each other on for that and share our results at the end of 30 days of being grateful every single day. All right. As always, thanks for listening to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. And if you know someone who would benefit from today's episode, please you know, forward it to them or take a screenshot and send it to them. Or if it add value to your life, take a screenshot of it, post it on your Instagram or Facebook and tag me in it and you know, share with your audience what you loved about it. We are closing in on those thousand downloads. So thank you. Thank you to all who are the faithful listeners. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. And I hope you find so many things to be grateful for today and always. Hey, friends, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, can you do me a huge favor? Hit the subscribe button and leave a review. And then let's connect on Instagram. Just look for Sherry Miter. Feel free to DM me and let me know what you enjoyed most about today's show. And last, but probably the most important, head over to my website at unchartedentrepreneurs.com to schedule your free discovery call. Or if you know you need a business coach to help you work on some new strategies to scale your business, then I'd invite you to grab a vision strategy session in 90 minutes you'll have a clearer vision and action steps to get you headed in the right direction. Mention this podcast to receive a discount on your first session.